Oh my god, it feels so it feels good. It feels so good to be back. And it feels good to just see your face um, yes. on Zoom. It's been it's been, it's been a long, long time. It's been a long time. Wow. It's been crazy. So nothing too big or crazy, right? No. Not no. at all. Um, I just recently moved into a new house, and I am a very slow packer. But um, are you thinking about telling everyone where where you've been are we waiting a little bit um uh you know let's go ahead i've been right. cooking a baby Woo! up in here we got a little baby coming up the oven <laughs> oh yeah i'm joining all the celebrities yes. in the big covid 19 baby boom uh-huh. and she has decided to call it britney spears <laughs> britney spears Right here. You know, free Britney. Hashtag. Gotta add a hashtag to her name. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, I'm so happy that we can finally talk about it. It's so funny because our first episode we recorded, Hannah took a pregnancy test literally in the middle of it. We like stopped the show when we were recording and you took a pregnancy test and you're like, oh my God. I was like, uh, because you were like, you're kind of distracted. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) There's things happening. Our mental capacities were at full. So I apologize if it sounds a little echoey in here. I'm in a new room, so I'm not quite sure how it's going to sound. I now have wood floors, which I know don't go very well with uh, a podcast. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know. I have tile, so I, my apologies too if mine <laughs> sounds all. echoey. So we're still very DIYing it. But um, yeah, I'm so excited to kind of just start back up and see what new exciting things are on the horizon for yesterday's news pod. What was I going to say? Oh, and it is our 10th episode. Yes. We technically have a milestone. It's a milestone. We didn't think we'd make it. We barely made it, but we are back and we have made it. (laughs) We technically did record another episode, um, but that one will uh, probably come out if we <laughs> if we somehow later. just don't yeah it will come out later it, we were uh, very stressed and very tired and did not want to record the podcast so I'm glad that we gave no. ourselves a little bit of a break come back with like fresh perspective yeah you know? definitely yeah I feel older and wiser I've heard of this there's like the curse of the nine episodes like it's like a big joke that people record like nine podcast episodes and then stop Mm -hmm. and I like I just kept thinking that's so funny because that was when we decided to like (laughs) we we decided to take a little break from it I didn't ever think we were going to be part of the nine club but Uh I kept seeing it on Twitter and stuff and I was like that's funny that's us for sure (laughs) Yeah, I mean, technically we recorded 10. Technically we recorded 11, but (laughs) there's just some episodes that probably shouldn't make it to air. Um, (laughs) uh, Really appreciate, like, so many people coming and and messaging our accounts and being like, oh, I'm so glad you guys are coming back. That really meant a lot to us. Um, This is just a hobby for us. We like just doing this. So the fact that other people like listening to what kind of idiot things we say about celebrities like it's super appreciative so it makes us talk to each other as <laughs> true true we we honestly it was it's been a while since we had like a long conversation mm-hmm. um but um, yeah it's just so nice to to have an excuse to just chit chat with my yeah. sis 
my oh, yeah. sister. Um, so we might as well just jump right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, as a little disclaimer, um, we are not uh, we are not tabloid writers. <laughs> we are not professionals. Um, so please take what we say with a grain of salt. I always say every podcast, please do your own research. If if we're saying something and you're like, oh, I don't know if that that is sounds right. What we're we're going off of basically gossip columns. So it's very much a gossip type podcast. So please do your own research. Come up with your own um, suggestions and always feel free to tweet at us, message us. Um, we're always happy to, to have these conversations. Um, so as we jump into it, we're going to do 06 Misclicks, which we still don't have a theme song for. I kind of just want like a... Yeah. 06 Misclicks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> let, let us jump into it. So 06 Misclicks is basically a uh, mini podcast within a podcast. I do a little deep dive on the Wayback Machine with TMZ and kind of see what was going on in 2006 and kind of take a look at it from a 2021 perspective. So this one, Hannah. Ooh, I this love one's, this. This one's called Company Says Hilton is a Hacker, Low-Hand Victim. What do you think oh. this is about? Okay, well, I know it's going to involve Paris and Lindsay Lohan, of course, but a hacker I and a website... MySpace, maybe? Ooh, no. Oh, damn. So, it says, Paris Hilton was recently terminated from her spoof card account for allegedly breaking into unauthorized voice mailboxes. Oh, my God. What is spoof card? Spoof card calling card offered (gasps) the ability to change what someone sees on their caller ID display when they oh phone or call. So it kind of is like an anonymous. I'm taken back. Yes, I remember this. I remember I used to prank call people with like someone else's number. I re- I digress. <laughs> so Also a calling card is so old school. Jesus. Holy it's like shit. It's Okay, wow. All right, so hacking into voicemails, that's pretty funny. Um, spoof card announced today that it had terminated the accounts of more than 50 customers, including Paris Hilton, who claim they used spoof card service to obtain unauthorized access to voicemail accounts on a national mobile telephone network. Many of the terminated customers and the victims whose mailbox were accessed are well-known celebrities, including Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god. It's so funny that they kind of set this up thinking that like, oh, it's Paris Holmes getting into Lindsay Lohan's. Yeah, like it really makes it sound like she's just like hacking into uh, yeah, Lindsay Lohan's stuff. She's like, she's like in the I frame. And coming, yeah, I was like, whoa, what are we doing? What is she doing? <laughs> uh, TMZ spoke with spoof card attorney Mark DelBlanco. Uh, and he stated that Paris was entering unauthorized mailboxes. When asked about Lindsay, he told us a number of the 50 persons who were canceled by spoof card were making unauthorized entrances to Miss Lohan's voicemail. A source close to the scandal also told TMZ that Nikki Hilton and Paris's ex-boyfriend Starvos Nicaros may oh, have yes. been involved. Who is Starvos Nicaros? He had like this mop of hair. I think he was Greek. And I think this was a guy that was seen with both Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. All part of the drama. The cyber feud between the girls started last month when Page Six ran an item that indicated the password to Lindsay's BlackBerry had been linked. Her rep told Page Six people were sending disgusting and very mean messages that everyone thought were coming from Lindsay. They weren't. 
We now have her lawyers looking into it. Some say Paris may have been involved because the wording of the messages sounded very familiar. Interesting. Scandalous. So scandalous. Oh my gosh, Blackberry. I can't believe both me and Lohan had a Blackberry at the same time. Look at us. <laughs> Little business women. Um, so that's that's about it. That's hot. <laughs> Like, that visual was so great. I was like, I was really thinking she was like, getting into her MySpace and right. like, spinning bulletins out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be end all be all. So, if we want to hop right into it, who would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? Yeah. No, I'll go first. All right. Let's get it. Let's get it going. My story this week is the murder of Dag Drollet. By Christian Brando, who is Marlon Brando's son. But we will get into that. On May 16th, 1990, um, which is nine days after I was born, <laughs> Brandon, Brando fatally shot Dag Drollet, the boyfriend of his half-sister, Cheyenne, in the living room of his father's residence on Mulholland Drive in the Hollywood Hills. Christian was born uh, May 11th in 1968. He's the eldest of 11 children of actor Marlon Brando, who we know from Streetcar Named Desire and The Godfather, of course. And he's the only child of Brando and his first wife, uh, actress Anna Cashfee. Christian's childhood was rough and tumultuous. He was constantly shuttled between his mom and dad, and they had a very hostile relationship. They did not like each other other than having this baby. They actually were engaged in a 12-year custody battle over Christian. Um, Marlon ultimately won uh, because she had an uncontrollable temper. Uh, She, due to her drug use and alcohol abuse. So she was a lot, I think. Um, And this had a major effect on Christian. You know, 12 years. Like, that's some good growing up. Yeah. And he described his son uh, as, quote, a basket case of an emotional disorder. Jesus. That's great. <laughs> That's exactly what your dad, you want your dad to say about you. God, could uh, you imagine? Oh, my God. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Marlon Brando was a distant father and spent little time with Christian. He was, I mean, he was a movie star. I'm not saying that's an excuse. <laughs> Please spend time with your children, y'all. Uh, and he was mostly raised by nannies and servants. And he moved between Hollywood and I think it's called Tetiaroa, which is a private island near Tahiti. So he would they would bounce back and forth. Marlon continued to have multiple relationships with multiple women, and he fathered 10 more children. Woof. Um, years later, while commenting on his childhood, Christian said, quote, the family kept changing shape. I'd sit down at the breakfast table and say, who are you? Oh, yikes. Um, so one of these women that he ultimately married was named Tarita Tumi Terelapaya. She is French Polynesian descent. So I'm sorry if I butchered that pronunciation as well. Um, Marlon and Tarita married in 1962, which is interesting because that's only like four years after Christian was born. So he's known this lady for a while. So Marlon and her started in a film together. They had Cheyenne. I don't know if they had any other children, but Cheyenne, she was raised in Tahiti by her mother after her parents divorced in 1972. In May 1987, 
17-year-old Cheyenne began dating 23-year-old Dag Drollet. Uh, his father, Jacques Drollet, was a member of the Assembly of French Polynesia. The pair were introduced through a get-together as the Brandos and the Drollets had were longtime friends. In 1989, Cheyenne became pregnant with their child, and Marlon Brando requested that the couple move to the United States and into Marlon Brando's Mulholland Drive home to await the birth of the child. I had read in a couple of places that it was to have American citizenship. So that brings us back to the night of the murder on May 16th. Drollet was fatally shot by Christian at Marlon Brando's home. Christian maintained that the shooting was accidental. Uh, on the evening, Brando and Cheyenne went and had dinner at Musso and Frank's, where Cheyenne told Brando that Drollet had been physically abusive towards her, which may have been untrue uh, because Christian later went to say... Uh, to a reporter from the Los Angeles Times that she kind of went on this bizarre tangent. Um, I think that she also had a pretty tumultuous childhood as well. Drollet had actually just came into town from Tahiti. That's where he was to come see the baby. So around 11 p.m., so after dinner, they go home. Brando was admittedly drunk, confronted Drollet, and shot him. He claimed that he did not to kill him. He just wanted to scare him with a gun went into the living room, started waving around where Drollet was. He said that Cheyenne was currently in another room, that this was supposed to be a man-on-man talk, mm-hmm. but that Drollet lunged for the gun. They began fighting over the gun, accidentally went off. Like, he was just trying to be this tough guy, like, if you hurt her, I will kill you. And it kind of sounds like he's like, what are you talking about? I've been in Tahiti. He says he was admittedly drunk. I don't know how drunk that is. Um, He also suffered from substance abuse of different substances. So who knows what kind of concoction and where he thought this was a great idea. Oh, okay. That makes sense. There is a lot of speculation over if it really was an accident due to how he was shot and how he was found. That's all alleged, all speculation. Brando said later that revelations about Cheyenne's mental health had made him question whether she was ever beaten by Drollet. And it was later quoted saying, I feel like a complete chump for believing her. So it just kind of sounds like a messy, messy family house. Yeah, and definitely. Christian was immediately arrested and charged with first degree murder two days later. Oh, wow. Um, the prosecutors of the case attempted to subpoena Cheyenne to testify at Christian's trial as they felt her account of the night's events was crucial in proving that the shooting was premeditated. So I... I think she had probably said that she let it slip, you know, that they had talked about him beating her and that he was like, I have a gun. Mm. Let's take care of this problem. Of course. You know, that's the only way to do it, you know? (laughs) That's the only way to solve problems. Guns. Guns. Jesus. (laughs) Obviously. Answer to everything. True. Especially in the 80s. Oh, Oh, I was going to say, everyone's just fucking, like, on cocaine. (laughs) Everyone has a gun. It's insane. (laughs) It's a, it's a wild, wild west over there. So, but, however, she refused to testify, and she fled to Tahiti very soon after this. Um, Prosecutors, yeah. So, prosecutors were unable to proceed with the murder charge as a first-degree murder because her testimony was really the only thing linking it to being premeditated so the prosecutors were unable to proceed with the murder charge because of the absence of cheyenne so it was dropped we took a plea deal for manslaughter his father marlon testified at 
the trial uh, saying I probably wasn't a great dad. It was very sad. I mean, I was a baby, but I've seen it in like those true Hollywood stories where he's up on the stand and he just looks defeated. Like he cannot believe his children are involved in this. Seriously. Blames himself for a good portion of it. He was not charged with first degree murder. After a very heavily publicized pretrial, Brando pleaded guilty to the manslaughter plea and spent five years in prison. Um, His lawyer was Robert Shapiro, who is of OJ Simpson fame, which I thought was an interesting note. Yes. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say Ben Shapiro's dad or something. (laughs) And so meanwhile, Cheyenne's in Tahiti. She ends up giving birth to a baby boy on December 2nd, 1990. Marlon Brando gets her committed into a psychiatric hospital there, trying to get her to come back and testify. He believes that his son went crazy. And so, but that never ends up happening. She uh, eventually attempts suicide twice during the trial. And then in 1995, a year before Christian was released from prison, she committed at her mother's house at the age of 25 after losing custody. So Brando, he goes on to just kind of live in almost obscurity. He doesn't do much. He started movies when he was a kid, but he doesn't do much as an adult. He starts in like one Italian film, but that's about it. Um, I don't, he, I didn't see that he spent any time in jail, but yeah, he just kind of was a shit bag. Yeah, he just kind of lived a fucked up life. Uh, Christian ended up dying of pneumonia on January 26, 2008. He was 49 years old. Wow. Pneumonia out of all the th- shit. Out of all the shit. God. Pneumonia is what got him. I, I know we we never made that Marlon Brando episode public, but that that whole family just seems... A lot. A lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> a lot to deal with. So what's yours? Mine, my story. Bring it back up. (laughs) Bring the energy back up. I mean, yes, there could be a happy ending to this one. So, this is actually the history of Ben Affleck and J-Lo. We know Benefer is back, baby. So, I just kind of wanted to, you know, rewind a little bit. Uh, see how we got to this point. Yeah, I want to give a little bit of shout out to the uh, Vulture article, just um, highlighting some of the articles that were live back in the day. Uh, they picked out some of like the the moments, and I was able to deep dive off that. So thank you, Zoe Haylock. So let's start off, shall we? Yes. In 2001, Ben Affleck and J Lo met filming the movie Geely. Have you ever oh. heard of Geely? Oh yeah, cinematic masterpiece. I've oh, my never God. heard it. I kept calling it Giggly, but no. I like actually had to hear someone say it out loud that it's called it's actually Geely. Oh yeah. It was well because they were coming off some pretty big movies. I mean, she was had been Selena. Ben Affleck's coming off of Pearl Harbor. Mm. I remember that. There were some movie stars. Yeah. I mean, she and obviously her music career. So this is right before Jenny on the Block. So the movie obviously wasn't very good, but that's where... <laughs> no, it's so bad. <laughs> that's where they met. Um, at the time that they met, Jayla was married to dancer Chris Judd. Do you know who Chris Judd is? Oh, yeah. Her backup dancer. And I think it's Love Don't Cost a Thing. Oh, yes, that makes sense. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Jayla to this day is very adamant that... Her and Ben were just friends on this this uh, this movie that they were shooting together. But as oh, we know, because of overlap, overlap. There's overlap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, allegedly. 
Yeah, allegedly. So that was around 2001. Um, and then around 2002, in March of 2002, J-Lo was actually nominated Female Star of the Year. Ooh. Yeah, and as a tradition, um, industry people always bought ads in the different Hollywood trades around town to congratulate J-Lo or just a congratulate of the Star of the Year. Ben took out a, a huge ad in, I believe, the Hollywood Times. And according to the New York Times, he said, uh, you have shown kindness, humility, graciousness of spirit, beauty, and courage, great empathy, astonishing talent, real promise, and true grace. And then it kind of wraps up with, it has been nothing but an honor and a pleasure to work with you. I only wish I was lucky enough to be in all of your movies. With love, respect, and gratitude, Ben Affleck. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's heavy. It's like that's like not some friendship. Someone's in love. Oh, for sure. Um also while like researching this back in the day, like I understood when I was a kid like oh, Brad Pitt was handsome. Yeah. But I never really saw Ben Affleck that way. No, me neither. Oh, okay. I was just like but he he's handsome. Like I looking at no, older he, pictures, he yeah. was he could have 100% been a heartthrob, but I I don't think he was seen by the public as that way or could am I wrong? I know. I think he definitely was a type. Right. But I guess like in popular culture, when we're older looking back at it, we're seeing a lot of people being like, "Oh, Brad Pitt was so handsome." blah blah blah, blah but we're never seeing like anyone with a Ben Affleck poster in the room you know what I mean no like he wasn't he wasn't like that kind of handsome but I feel like he was very handsome now like kind of seeing him I've had that realization recently like going back and being like okay oh yeah I see I get it um but also I don't know if you saw but like recently Ben Affleck was like on that dating app Raya Mm. Did you see this? No. Oh, so on TikTok, this girl was like, I matched with Ben Affleck and I like thought it was a joke. So I so I deleted him. And then he sent her a video message being like, hey, it's Ben Affleck. Why'd you delete me? <laughs> and that gave me the biggest ick. Like, yeah. Ugh. So that kind of ruined it for me. But back in the day, he was pretty he was pretty handsome. Yeah. Well, I think he just had like, I mean, he got his big break with Matt Damon in uh, Goodwill Hunting. Sure. And um, I he came off as, like, this Boston guy that was, like, kind of a douche. Yeah. And, like, I think he was pretty brash and he wasn't very refined. And I don't think Hollywood was really, like... He wasn't, like, a Leo type. Yeah. There like a young like, gentleman. Right. It was, like, okay, calm down. Quit pounding beers. Go pack your car. (laughs) You know, like, Jesus. And then uh, I want to say in in July, so it was March, June, July, uh, J-Lo had her 32nd birthday, I believe. And they were caught by paparazzi kissing and cuddling. And, and of course, sources ratted them out. So that made big headlines during that time. And then two days later, J-Lo filed for divorce. Yeah, you can't hide it no more, girl. This time, I think that they were like the it couple, like the big couple. Yeah. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were dating at this time. So they got married in like 2000. So they were a big, big couple. But I think since this was like so new and so fresh, it was like basically Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, uh, and then Vilmer, Valderrama, and Bandy Moore were like the other. Oh, I crazy about couple. that one. Yes. Um, and then another another source said uh, Nicole Richie and DJ AM were dating. But I oh. think that was a few, few, 
few years later. So they they are being chased out by paparazzi, and this is like the height of paparazzi culture where. Uh, there's no laws in place. I mean, still, there isn't enough laws, no. I, in my personal opinion, for right. celebrities. But this is where paparazzi are literally sleeping outside of someone's home. Yeah. And insane numbers. Photos for them kissing were going for $70,000. Which is crazy. I mean, yeah, like, obviously, people who need money are going to be out there trying to snap these photos yes so they they weren't really outward with their relationship yet but they were obviously the paparazzi were constantly trying to out them Mm -hmm. and kind of invade their space and seeing what they were doing and then jenny from the block comes out oh yes the infamous video not only is ben affleck the male star of the video they're kind of playing off the idea of the paparazzi following them and trying to catch them and taking photos of them and they're trying to pull off the bikini top the Mm -hmm. smack of the ass on the- no he bites the ass in that video oh that's what it is yes i was uh-huh. like the ass is involved oh yeah they are getting drilled hard by these paparazzi but i mean everything seems to go really well and really their height of their uh past relationship was no- around november of 2002 where they get engaged and you know who they announced their engagement to who our lady diane sawyer oh wow diane sawyer bitch <laughs> she's back <laughs> She was the lady to tell your shit to. Well, I actually thought this was kind of funny. So this is what she said, how he posed to her. Uh, She said, it's just a blanket, a quilt of rose petals all over the entire house. So many candles and vases, bouquets, and my song Glad was playing. That's hilarious. Let me play your song, babe. (laughs) I walk in and I was just like overwhelmed. I wasn't expecting it. And I was just like, oh my God. But could you imagine just like, that's the most, that's some Kanye level shit. Like only listening to your song, your music during like these special moments. Man, I'm like shocked at how romantic Ben Affleck is or was. Let's play, what do you think his sign is? I'm gonna say Leo. Yeah, I think it's a Leo, but let me take a look. Oh, it is! Oh, look at us go. Wow, I'm amazing. What sign is J-Lo? J-Lo's also a Leo. That's too much energy. Yeah, too much energy. That's too much. It's too much for me, I know. And then from this moment forward, things get very rocky and kind of overwhelming in the relationship. They're this couple that everyone's like aspiring to be. So after this Diane Sawyer interview, they did like a whole special on Dateline called Ben and Jen's Wedding. So I want you to watch like the first three minutes of this and then I'm going to cut it and put it in. When's the wedding? Come on, Pat. Well, <laughs> bring in the priest. <laughs> right. This summer, next summer. When should we do it? Yeah. <laughs> you tell no. <laughs> do you have a date? <clears throat> yeah, kind of. We're working with something. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know when the time's appropriate. Okay. What could be a call? One wedding matter. I told you you can't come, Pat. I'm not going to go through with you. It's <laughs> a very small list. It's very narrow. You're just on the cusp. Can You're I a bubble. A possibility I could make that list? You could crash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a thing where we're trying to hide or anything right. like that. We're just, uh, we're not sure, and we don't feel the need to let people in on every step of the way right. because it's boring. So I remember watching this live, like when it aired. This oh, interesting. aired at the cabin. Oh, interesting. And so we watched it as a family. Oh, really? Was I there? Grandma. Yeah. But I mean, you probably were coloring or something. But I remember mom and dad being like, this is so uncomfortable. Was your opinion more like it seemed they were not really wanting to either 
talk, like, does it seem like they didn't really want to go through with the wedding, or does it seem like they just wanted to make it as private as possible? Yeah, I think they just didn't want it crashed, like, and having, like, a bunch of helicopters whirring around trying to get a picture of the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Like, how annoying. No, it just sounds like they're, they're just trying to be evasive of, like, giving a lot of details. I mean, what fucking stars give you the actual date of their wedding? No one. Except unless, remember, Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys just made a full special out of it. That was wild. Yeah, well, they're special. They are yeah. a special breed of celebrity. Yeah. No, I think I think it's just like this. They, I think they are individually pretty private people. I've seen interviews with both of them separately in different things. Yeah. They don't sit there and talk about their private lives a lot anyway. And so here's like an entire Dateline special of like them having to talk about their private life. They don't know what to do. A few hours after the special aired, it is reported by people that Ben went to a strip club. And and JLo knew about it. She was fine with it. She was like, yeah, go to a strip club. Yeah. And I mean, she dated Diddy. Like, yeah. I'm, oh, for you sure. You cannot tell me strip clubs were Good not point. involved. Good point. Good point. Um, and then the National Enquirer claimed that he cheated on her with at least one woman and that the encounter might be on tape. Oh, shit. No, yeah. The National Enquirer also calls for Ben to take a lie detector test oh, as well. Isn't intense. that a lot? That's a it's, lot for like a seems, publication to yeah. be like, be like, uh, we know that you cheated on your, your wife to be and you need to take a lie detector. Like, who the fuck are you, National Enquirer person, to say that? You know? Right. So fucked up. Yeah, that seems like not anything that would happen these days at all. Yeah. Ben then went to. Vanity Fair in an interview mm-hmm. and said that is absolutely not true. It goes against the fundamental code I believe in and live by being honest, doing things which I can live rather than be ashamed of. I don't believe that. I'm in my own opinion, I don't I'm sorry. Do you ben think Affleck. that he did cheat on her? I think he did. Yeah. I mean, they're they're young. So then she stopped wearing her million dollar ring. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to chime in and everyone has their opinion. Mm-hmm. Um and they're like really they're really getting it and i think it's putting a lot of strain on the relationship yeah oh i think it was also like a publicist nightmare like i just think also you know i believe a lot of hollywood is a facade and things are put on to like for career and for money and da 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 Mm -hmm. and i mean they might be in love like i too but i think like it was so bad like, here she, she's riding high. Like, she's riding high. It looks bad for her career now. Yeah. And it's, like, at that point, it's, like, we've been dating for, what, a year. I'm going to cut my losses. Bye. Yeah. That was in July of 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, August of 2003, Geely comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they had to do press. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it Ooh. was, yeah, so apparently, um, according to that Vulture article I mentioned earlier, it was a bomb, and it got a worldwide gross of $7.7 7 against That's the $75 so million budget that, that is they so had. bad. So bad. Yeah. I'm kind of shocked. Like, I, you, I almost thought, like, the drama would maybe bring people in. For sure. Yeah, you'd think, right? But maybe that's more of, like, a t- t- 2020 kind of mindset. Well, I think about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. We got bring Brad and Jen back into this. And Angelina. Mm-hmm. Brad Angelina. Like, yeah. I wonder how many people watch that to be like, 
Are they falling in love? Is right. it happening? That's more, no, I guess that's a better story though. So, sorry. Anyway. No, definitely. On top of all that, that's happening. Of course, the the movie where they met and apparently fall, fell in love did horribly. <laughs> Day before their wedding was supposed to be set, they released a joint statement with a spoke, spokesperson. And this is what it said. Due to the excessive media attention surrounding our wedding, we have decided to postpone the date. When we found ourselves seriously contemplating hiring three separate decoy brides at three different locations, we realized that something was awry. We, we, be- we began to feel that the spirit of what we should have been, the happiest days of our lives, could be compromised. We felt what, what should have been a joyful and sacred day could be spoiled for us, our family, and our friends. Wow, I didn't know it was just postponed. Well, it seemed there was a few reports from like E! News um saying that like oh they're actually gonna have the wedding this is just like a decoy to set everyone off but they they didn't have the wedding and did they just like fade into obscurity i that that's what i thought it was a breakup so like in my memory my mind was like oh they didn't have the wedding they broke up well according to the chicago tribune Uh j-lo puts out a statement into the uh, associated press to say i'm confirming the reports that Jennifer Lopez has ended an engagement to Ben Affleck. At this difficult time, we ask for you to respect her privacy. Hmm. Obviously, they did not respect their privacy. No, we do not have time to respect the privacy. So you'd think that any kind of like healthy couple would take some space. Yeah. <laughs> and would like, you know, have like, you know, some time apart. So that happened in January, March mm-hmm. that happened, and they filmed Jersey Girl. Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. It was uh, directed by Kevin Smith. It was, like, not a movie that did very well. No. No. In June, J-Lo actually marries Mark Anthony. <laughs> so it's very, like... Okay. This is, like... This yeah. reminds me of, like, you in high school. You were just, like, from one boyfriend to the other. Yeah, I didn't have time. <laughs> you yeah, didn't have I was time like, to be single. No. no. They already dated at yeah. this point. I believe, like, back in, like, uh, either 2000s or, like... 98 or something they yeah. collaborated on a, on a song called no me amas i believe that's how you pronounce it beautiful <laughs> thank you so much j-lo back in her 2014 book true love yeah. <laughs> actually wrote uh we thought that this was where everything was supposed to lead that we were meant to end up together and all the heartache and pain of my recent breakup couldn't have been for nothing could it Maybe I had to go through with the bad so I could end up with the person I was meant to be with all along. Yeah, I really thought they were forever. I did. Hilarious. Hilarious in hindsight, I have to say. That happened around June of 24 and then, or 2004, and then on October of 2004, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner made their first public appearance. As Benifer the Seek, kind of what the story is with him and Gardner, they ended up marrying, uh, having kids. I think three kids, right? It's three or four. Three or four. Uh, And then... J-Lo and Mark Anthony have twins. Yes. Um, and then, obviously, three years later, they got divorced. J-Lo and Mark Anthony. And then J-Lo has, like, a brief thing with Drake. Do you remember that? No. Oh, yeah. So she had, like, the brief thing with Drake. He was, like, made a song about her. And then during her, like, I think, ha- not halftime performance, but a performance, mm. she, uh, the Hotline Blink song started playing. She was, like, booty call. And then she, like, fake hangs up. And was like a big diss against Drake. That is wild. Those who are listening probably know uh, Ben Affleck and Garner divorced in 2018. And then Affleck got a giant dragon tattoo. <laughs> like it's an insanely insane. bad dragon tattoo. I will post it on our social media. Um, that is yesterday's underscore pod on Twitter and yesterday's news pod on Instagram. <laughs> it is fucking it's crazy. It's insane. 
yeah. I was like, is he okay? Yes. No, obviously Definitely. not. <laughs> there was like the whole J Rod. A Rod. A Rod, sorry, not J Rod. A Rod. <laughs> but like their their combined couple name would be J Rod. Uh, who was, do you remember who Ben Affleck was dating? Oh, Anna de Armas. She's an actress. She was in Knives Out. So that's who they were with, I believe, up until recently. In 2021, this this year, post-quarantine, mm-hmm. which I believe is going to bring us lots of lots of celebrities squander, which I'm yeah. very excited about. <laughs> but uh, like. sources say, uh, Page Six reported that A-Rod and J-Lo split up. And then in April 5th of 2021, an in-style cover honoring J-Lo, both Mark Anthony and Ben Affleck call her the hardest worker they know. Well, A-Rod isn't quoted. Wow. Yes. Very recently, we saw the, the, the new famous photos of him leaving her house. Being like, they had a fun night. And then most recently, the photos. Have you seen the photos? Oh, yeah. I posted yeah. them on our social media of them smooching away with the kids present, having a romantic dinner. Kind of like our last known update. So they're back, baby. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, I don't want to like make any assumptions. I think right now is like the best time for them to get together. I feel like we've the public itself knows kind of where the disgusting line of paparazzi is because I think back in the day we didn't really understand that. We just wanted line. to see it. We, we wanted to see it all, and now I think we kind of are starting to realize, not fully, but starting to realize that you know celebrities are human beings that we should respect their privacy and let them. Well, and I think the also social media where they can kind of control. They can the control the narrative, yeah. I'm pretty happy with, like, hearing what people have to say about themselves. When they put it on their Instagram, I know it's them, or at least their manager. Yeah. When it's got that blue check mark, I'm like... That's a really good point. I didn't even think about, like, in 2002, there wasn't anything like that where they publicly, without having a rep say it, or them going on Diane fucking Sawyer. Right. Couldn't say something and then have it be true. Right. Um, it 100% came. But, yeah, so that was basically kind of the the brief history. Once again, I would say please check out that Vulture article. It goes way more in depth. I kind of touched on some moments and then kind of did my own um, additional research on that. So That was great. Shout out to her. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so here here it is, our 10th episode that we will actually put up. Yeah, Very you will exciting. actually hear. You, <laughs> you will be hearing will. this. Um, we are still taking a break on Patreon. I think we just kind of need, I think we kind of rushed into it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think we kind of need the game plan, but thank you to those who did uh, end up uh, supporting our Patreon for when it was up, but we'll let you know of any kind of exciting developments in the future. We're yeah. hopefully working on some merch soon, so please take a look at that. But until then, I guess we will see you. Any any wise words? Just because J Lo is going back to her ex doesn't mean you have to. Thank you. That is a great one. That's Do the not one we'll feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes there are Starcross lovers, but uh, this isn't your sign to call him. This isn't your sign to call him. Please work on yourself, honey. We just got out of a pandemic. Yes. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us. And as always, you can always support us. um, Additionally, by rating us on Apple Podcasts, that helps us tremendously. Or just like following us on our social media, chatting with us. We love to hear from you, what you have to say. So thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Yeah. Woohoo. We're back, baby. Yeah. We're back. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
Our theme song is T-Shirt Silly Bus by Captive Portal off their EP Something About That. Interested in working with us? Email us at yesterdaysnewspod at gmail.com for opportunities. Thanks.